fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How goes it today? It goes. How goes it with you? It's going. Nice. Tuesday, February 8th, 2011, episode 57 of the Hot Box. My name's Matt, and this is Sandy. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from beautiful Kalispell, Montana, of course, every Tuesday, Saturday, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. You can give us a call, 406-204-4687. Uh, f- real quick, let's start off the show. Little little beacon pole checkup. Yes, shall please. we? Shall we check up on on the the beacon pole? How we look? As of right now, a total of four hundred ninety votes. Should the legislator repeal Montana's medical marijuana law? Yes, one hundred thirteen votes. No, three hundred and seventy seven. Hmm. Okay. Triple. Just uh, just Triple. wanted to kind of check up on that and see how that was going. And it's not on their front page anymore. We've got a. Oh, a a new poll on the on the front page because but. it wasn't going. What did, were they? Told oh, I just they think had to pull it? maybe I don't know. I honestly I think they just change it every every now and then. But uh, oh, there yeah. was some debate as to be expected. A little back and forth, if you will. Uh, absolutely nothing got figured out, as tends to happen Nuh-uh. on the internet. What? How does that saying go? Arguing on the internet is like the Special Olympics doesn't matter who wins because we're all retarded anyway something like that i hate to be insensitive but but i mean that's pretty this is the special olympics what i'm looking at here unbelievable i offered i extended the hand the olive branch if you will i said hey i would love to debate this in person not behind the text of a keyboard where you can go and Google stuff real quick and double-check the BS that you're writing. Like, I want your voice. I want you to call this phone number, and we will talk about this. It would be good. I would and love... Did you get any phone calls? No. Oh. No. I would love <clears throat> to be able to have someone from the opposition on this show, just because everyone we always have on this show is all about marijuana, mm-hmm. because you should be. Yeah. Even well, if you smoke really, it or not. If you don't smoke it, then what's your beef anyway? We don't really associate with a whole lot of people. Right. So I thought it, it would be interesting for our listeners and everyone out there to, you know, have someone from that side on and be like, what's your problem? It would be entertaining. But bunch of chicken shits is what I'm saying here. A lot of high school. They got a lot of threat. Al Fresco. I'm talking to you, buddy. Jaeger. Uh, appropriate talking to you uh you talk a big talk on the text type there and see you uh calling in saying anything 406-204-4687 that's the number you know it calling and calling and and call in and read <laughs> call in and read your response <laughs> Uh, Al Fresco, come on. I, I wish he would call in so bad. And, you know, people write things that they would never say in person on the internet. 
So, you know, half these people... Right, because... And we talked about that one story, to, to talk about something specific, about that dispensary burning down, right? So now, we don't want these here. It's like his kid being like, Daddy, why are... Why is everything, you know, getting burned burned up and, and whatnot? It's like, that happened once. That's not gonna... Like, really? Dad, why are people getting murdered and buildings set on fire? So I said, Dad, why are people robbing pharmacies every day? Why are the oil companies completely destroying our planet? Daddy, why did the pastor at my church touch me weird? He didn't see... He didn't like that very much. Oh. You strike a nerve. Probably. Probably. But I, I invite you all to call in, either for or against this this plant. How Can you be against a plant, like, logically? I guess if it was poison, right? Well, yeah, like I mean, dead... I'm anti-poison oak. Right, or poison I ivy. I sucks. I'm, I'm all about boycotting poison ivy. Yeah. Maybe deadly nightshade, unless you're trying to poison somebody. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, yes, o- white oleander. Okay, so I guess you can be against a plant. I don't see why you would be against the most peaceful plant. I don't know. I mean, people aren't against aspirin. That comes from a plant. Right. And and it could kill kids faster than yeah, yeah, yeah. quite a few other things you in would your feel, medicine cabinet. You would feel a lot safer if your child found a bag of pot than if they got a hold of a bottle of aspirin. Right. right. If they got a hold of a bottle of aspirin, I have to call poison control and right. get them to the hospital. And If they get a hold of a bag of pot, you just have to follow them around with a baggie for like three <laughs> days, right? Is that or, what you do? Or cook a bunch of stuff. I don't have kids. Them- I don't know. No. No. I, I mean, I don't have to worry about them overdosing on any of that. So, so. just thought I'd point that out. Here you go. Uh, if you're curious in the live chat, here's the link. And, of course, I'll put a link to it in the show notes, uh, hotboxpodcast.com. And you can go there and vote and leave a comment if you'd like. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've decided, I've kind of decided, I've, I've taken, the, taken the reins here and decided that we should have a little structure to the way the show goes not not so much like the way the show goes but as far as the news stories like mm-hmm. instead of just reading random ones from all over in no particular order like we've kind of been doing uh, i decided to kind of structure them out this way so basically what we're doing we're going to take the world well we're going to take the u.s we're going to just cut it right in half and you're going to have the west side that's mm-hmm. from here to that and then the middle side that's all the states in the middle, mm-hmm. right? And then the east side. Okay. And then we'll have international stuff if anything happens to be worth talking about. You're a very, very organized I tried person. to. Can you tell? It's like virtually lining up my shoes. I, I That's what I'm doing with it. the show here. I I'm, do. <laughs> I'm lining up our shoes. And I try to help line up the shoes. Is that a weird OCD? No, like it's not. It's okay. I made, I have to have the volume on even numbers or multiples <laughs> of five. It can't be like nine. All the settings for the 17. recorders for the show, they're all set at 75. <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> okay, so we'll start out with the west side. Yes. Home, home, home yes. base, Montana. Yes. We have stories from Montana, Idaho, Colorado, and California, Washington. Okay, can, I, can I start out with the hilarious one? Is this the hilarious this one? This is the hilarious one. Please. I think this is hilarious. Libby, Montana, and, Asbestosis yes. Central. 
And if anybody, and for those who've listened to this show, you know my history. Right. And, you and used certain to work people at I don't like. The helping center. Yes, I did. Okay. Until they locked me out. Right, right. So, and, and they didn't have a reason to be there. So that place, Anyways, they had a Kalispell location, a Big Fork one. That's, and a Columbia Falls. Right, okay. Right. And, and now apparently a Libby one. A Libby have. one, but <laughs> Libby police cited the helping center with operating without a valid city business license. Dwayne Williams from KLCB Radio reports the council issued a citation Monday, yesterday. Hmm. hmm. In December, the council... That is kind of funny. You're absolutely right. I, I see where this is funny. Mm-hmm. Wow. In December, the council gave the medical marijuana dispensary 60 days to move out of city limits, but the business continued to operate. All Libby business licenses expire on December 31st of each year. Wait, so the Libby City Council <laughs> said you have to leave. Right. And you stayed an extra two months. And then your business license expired and hmm. you're still there. Still there. It's what? Today's February 8th? Uh, it's a little over... That was like a month and a half ago. Yeah, hmm. you're, you're, that's not Are just you... a forgetful moment. Oops, I forgot to f- send that in. No, it, the check is in the mail, I promise. Not for the is last Is he gonna month. sue them also? Probably. <laughs> Would that blow your mind he if we read about that? everybody! Dude, if we read about that... <laughs> that's gonna be even more hilarious. Oh, man. The city suspended the license, saying the nature of the business was misstated on the original business license application, and a city ordinance says licensees must not violate federal law. The sale of marijuana for medical purposes is illegal under federal law, while at the moment... (laughs) I love how they threw that in. Thanks. It's legal in Montana. They always, that's in every article that's related to medical marijuana. Like, and if you didn't know, federally it's still illegal. Which I like how they don't (laughs) add that also, by the way, that same federal government is giving pot to four people. Ooh, and then apparently I clicked on this little thing down here Mm because there was a uh, a link. A comment? A link, well, oh. a link to a correction. Oh. Um, apparently, the owners of the local medical marijuana shop plan to consult an attorney. <laughs> that was your correct. After the Libby City Council <laughs> voted to suspend his business Hold. license. Stop the presses. We have a correction. <laughs> He's actually going to talk to an attorney now. Okay. Uh, wow. The helping center has been operating within city limits. Which Libby Mayor Doug Roll says is against the city's ordinance. The Libby City Council voted 4-2 to two Monday night on the issue, which means that the shop can continue to operate for two months at its current location, but was advised to look for another building. We advise you to be moving on out. Start kicking dirt, buddy. Get on out. Get on out of here. Yeah, so I find that amusing. Oh, and by the way, the healing center should have read helping center. Yeah, Whoops. they changed that. <laughs> wow. Good job, guys. Good job. So, and I mean, honestly, like, it's dumb that any city is banning this in city limits when you can have bars there. That's the the basic argument. You have bars there. Why not this? 
if you want to say it's a mess, and well, then fine, you have pharmacies there. Why not this? I mean, regardless of how you frame it. But just because this guy is a shady, he's one of the ones that makes the industry look bad. Well, yeah, So he does. we have to condemn his actions. Yes. Say that is no. No. That is unacceptable. All right, so then the next um, local Montana story. This is, this is very disheartening. This is scary. So in Helena, as you all know, there is a move forward... HB 161, House Bill 161, proposed by uh, Mike Milburn, right? Mm-hmm. That's the one to completely repeal Montana's medical marijuana law. Yeah. Which cannot happen. That just That's no. ridiculous. It, preposterous. So, they have a backup plan. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, a roundup legislator said Tuesday he is sponsoring a Republican backup bill that would greatly limit the number of medical marijuana users in the state. <laughs> And, like, when they say greatly limit the number, like, they're not kidding. This is ridiculous. Uh, And squeeze millions of dollars of profits out of the current system. I I would love to see how they plan on doing that. Uh, Representative Tom Barry said his House Bill 429, introduced this week, would come into play only if HB 161 fails to survive. So if... if the first bill, which is complete garbage, the repeal, fails. Then we have bill number two, that's complete garbage. Like, how do you... They're not There's giving m- us any options here. Right, which seems really shady of them. Yeah. Especially considering well, that the majority voted this in six-something years ago. Yeah. That's sad that that's you're doing That's how they that. work. They give the options that apply to the side they agree with. Right. So uh, Milburn's bill, that's the 161, it's expected to be debated on the House floor later this week. And that, of course, would repeal Montana's 04 voter-approved law legalizing medical uh, marijuana. Which is stupid. Barry said his bill is patterned off of an Alaska law. Which, Really? <laughs> Montana, Alaska. Every, everybody um, I know from Alaska smokes and yeah. is amazing at growing. Yeah. Like amazing. And and the strain Alaskan Thunderfuck actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Alaska. And I thought the Northern Lights came Northern from there Lights too. comes yeah. from there too. Yes. Yes. So they want to look at population, really. So they're saying Alaska's population in 2010 was 721,000. And Montana's population in 2010 was 994,000, so pretty close. I guess it snows in both places. Like I don't know, like what We're other north. similarities. Alaska's like way up there next to Russia, according to its <laughs> ex governor. They have polar bears and penguins there. Kind of not really the same. We don't same. have that. So we have glaciers. So in Alaska, only 339 medical marijuana cards had been issued in 2010. In Montana, they look at, in contrast, which I don't even know why, 28,400 medical marijuana cards. So, do you... There's a reason why only 339 people in Alaska went and got them, because no one else gives a shit there. Well, they're like an island. They're like an island. Hawaii's an island, and kind they're of. like they're criminalized an, and everything. They're an island attached to Canada. A giant country that doesn't give a shit either. I know. I like, mean, come so, on. Why are you comparing? I mean, that's fine. I guess we're kind of a, we're connected to Canada too. 
in the north. Well, yeah, but we're yeah. also connected to the White House. Right. And Is Alaska not? There's no. Well, they Did have Palin a buffer. Did Palin take him out beforehand? <laughs> they have that big buffer zone. That we need a buffer they, zone. It's a long drive to get up there. That's true. Feds don't want to do it. We need a buffer zone. We do. That might be the key. We need a buffer. A bud buffer zone. Yeah. So a hearing on HB 429 is set for 3 p.m. Friday before the House Human Services Committee. It's probably important that all of you that can make it there uh, do that. Show up in your nicely dressed attire and whatnot. Uh, Quote, the crux of the bill really is to take it down to what the voters asked for, Barry said. Once again, clinging on to that, that's not what we voted for line of BS. Um, I'm pretty sure that when you vote, don't you only vote for something that you kind of understand? I mean, isn't it? Pretty sure. Kind of, isn't it against the whole point if you just go in there and say, eh, that looks good. Right. Eh, okay. I mean, don't exactly. you read about it and oh, say, close okay, my yes. eyes and throw darts. Or, I'm going to agree to this. So I'm pretty sure they got what they voted if for. We've, if we passed it, I'm pretty sure like, because it takes Just a lot be- of BS work yeah. to get something passed. So if we went through all the trouble to pass, I'm pretty sure that's what we meant. Just because it didn't go the way you thought it should. Oh, because doesn't you mean it's not what got voted in. You wanted what you're saying in your bill. It is going to take all of these big growing operations right out. Out of the formula so you don't like all these big grow ops around here if a lot of people smoke pot you need a lot of pot to supply them supply demand is that something you understand in maybe your put your language? finger in the pot a little bit and you'll you'll, you'll see how fun it can be just right a little bit just a little bit tiny bit just so tiny. we have tom dober down there he's uh, expressing some disappointment over barry's bill while acknowledging that the current law needs fixing because of some ex- unacceptable abuses, quote, he thinks it's important that few people be allowed to be cannabis patients, said Dober, uh, an author of the 04 ballot measure and founder of Patients and Families United. Uh, my goal, in contrast, is to fulfill voter intent to protect genuine patients without regard to how many that is. Yeah, see, they were hoping that we're in Montana, a Republican state. Maybe there wouldn't be very many doctors who would sign for cards, which there weren't. For quite a while, it was hard to get your card here. And then, thanks to Obama's memo, things opened up a little bit more. And now people take, um, well, I don't want to say they take advantage of it, but I mean, they walked through that open door. If and it's you an can't option, them for that. It's, if it's an option, and we're going to smoke it regardless, aren't you glad that we made the effort to be legal citizens and support and you know give ours? Well, I, t- I know quite a few people that didn't go that route. You mm-hmm. know, some people refuse to, and if this gets repealed, they might be the ones going. I told you so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Dober says instead they seem. He's also disappointed that the House leaders don't really want to work on a consensus on fixing the law to meet all concerns by law enforcement, local governments, as well as patients. Uh, Instead, they seem focused on punitive approaches from repeal to near repeal. Uh, He said, suggesting they instead ought to take up HB 68 by Representative Diane Sands, uh, which an interim committee had prepared. Which, if we had to choose between 68... The total repeal, or the pretty much total repeal, 429, I'd say 68 is going to be the best one. Yeah, I agree. So, 
it's unbelievable what listen to some of this some of this complete bs so here's how his his 461 bill barry's bill will work your treating physician has to validate that you need medical marijuana so far so good right He's got to validate that he's used other sources of pain medication, which did not work. No. Then you take... So, I have to be hooked on oxys before I can smoke pot? Is I, that, I have a serious issue with that. Because if I yeah. don't want those in my body, you shouldn't be able to make me take them. In order to take this. Right. And secondly, if somebody has an addiction to those things... And doesn't want to take them. Or wants to take them. Yeah, like th- all of that them. That should be no, 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 no. Yeah. That's ludicrous. People are doing much stupidity. better on pot than they are on these pills. Yeah. We have that as proof. Like, look. There is a reason people don't want to take painkillers. Right. They've either tried it and didn't like what happened or, or really, really liked, liked what, what happened. happened. <laughs> Or they just don't want those chemicals in their body. That is a choice that we have. True that. After so many years of taking those things, they affect your kidneys and your liver and your brain. (laughs) Most of all, people that are on those, like you can see it in their eyes. They have this dull, pinpointy pupil look. And it's, it's like no one's home. And the longer you're on it, the harder it is to come back from that. We all know that. So then, okay, then you take that to the district court. You take, okay, we tried other pain meds and that didn't work. So you you have that. You take that to a district court and the judge gives you an affidavit saying you are exempt from the banned substance law for marijuana. Why do we have a banned substance law for marijuana? That's retarded. Well, yeah, but because it's federally illegal, there it is. And why do I have to go to court in order to get something saying I can have pot when my doctor already said something? Why are we involving more you keep BS? Com- you keep complaining that we're not treating it like a medicine. But you want us to go to court to have them say it's okay for us right. to use it. Oh, I'm exempt from the banned substance law for marijuana? That's ridiculous. Okay, so where's the one for aspirin and oxy and right. razapam and, I mean, all the other addictive substances So, it, this there. gets better. That's not just it. Trust. Doctors would have to specify the appropriate length of time for patients to use medical marijuana up to a year, okay, and certify they will continue to serve as their patients treating physicians, which... You should stick with your doctor. Yeah. And that that will stop these caravans from having a doctor just roll in and roll out and make a bunch of money. If that's what you're afraid of, fine. That's understandable. We'll we'll get rid of that. Okay. Done. We didn't like it either. Having to do the painkillers first, no. And getting affidavits signed by court, no. And doctors having to specify the appropriate length of time. Take it as long as you want. It doesn't kill you, so you don't have to specify dosage or a length of time. I'm not going to Oxy will kill you, so take two a day. Mm-hmm. Pot, you can smoke as much as you want, and you're not going to die, so some we don't days, need that. Yeah, some days you don't need any at all, and other days you may need to just smoke and pass out. I mean, it depends. Yep. Oh. So then... Oh, no. 
The physicians would have to supervise the patient's use of medical marijuana and evaluate the efficacy of the treatment, which, good. We need doctors evaluating this efficacy so we have it written down, we have it signed. These are doctors doing these studies. I, that I'm down with. Study the piss out of it. Seriously, like, good, do it. Yeah, please. Then, physicians found guilty of providing false information on affidavits could face a maximum penalty, 10 years in prison, and a $10,000 fine. Patients could grow their own medical marijuana or certify their caregivers, listing the addresses where the caregivers will grow the pot. I don't know if I'm down with that. You want to know? I mean, I guess if we have storefronts, you know, but... Well, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's always just kind of functioned that the address was printed on the card. They assumed that's where it was grown. Yeah, so, okay. That's fine, then. Then, are you ready for this? Caregivers would not be approved by the court if they had been convicted of a felony or were under supervision of the Department of Corrections or a youth court. Well, they just... Okay, Everyone that ever got in trouble when they were a kid... Is that what they're saying? If you were... Or currently. Like, if you're currently under the Department of Corrections Youth Court, or is it ever? See, I don't understand that. Anyway. Caregivers could grow medical marijuana for only one person apiece with a court order unless they are simultaneously caring for two or more persons who have obtained court orders allowing them to grow medical marijuana and they are related to the patients by blood or marriage. Wow. Wow. Not or. And. So you have to have your court orders and be related to them by blood or marriage. Which means we're going to see a lot of this old-timey country shit where you're like, marry my daughter so that our two nations can be one. Polygamist Utah. Exactly. You're going to have the east side pot growers and the west side pot growers have their prince and their princess marry and have the big... Like, it's going to be weird like that, right? Debutantes? Is that... What's that called? Mm Mm-hmm. I think so. Something Wake like me up when we're having another renaissance, because this is complete BS. This is um, Rome falling. This, we're in the middle of the Colosseum, and Rome is falling. This is insanity. Oh, my God. Um, Ed, your question, I'm an ex-con, so what about... Um, uh, as long as you're not a caregiver, I don't think that part will affect it you. It doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't say. And Patients this is, can be ex-cons. You just can't be a caregiver if you have a felony. That's, uh, that's what, what it they're proposing. Like. Right now, you can be a caregiver as long as you don't have a felony drug conviction, and that's the only one. Um, and yeah, and this is in Montana. This is yeah. what they're proposing if complete repeal fails. If if that gets wiped, this is their backup, which mm-hmm. is terrible. Mm-hmm. HB forty-eight. Worst sixty-eight. HB ever. sixty-eight should be the backup. HB 68 should be what they're even looking at to base anything else off of. Oh, but that would make sense. Right. That's logical and makes sense. Well, throw that one out then. Shit. So this bill would... I love the fact that blood and marriage is in this bill. Like, that just creepifies it to a whole new level. You guys have just gone to a whole new political creepy level. 
you you can only grow for them if you are related yes. by blood or mar you'll have like rituals of like slicing their hands it is one bring the pot they are definitely trying <laughs> dun, to keep it in dun, Montana. Dun, 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 dun. Like, that's so creepy. And insanity. Inbreeding and whatnot. I mean, no, can I can grow imagine, for her. She's my sister yeah, and my wife. Can you imagine having to post, like, marriage licenses and birth certificates <laughs> to prove how yeah. you're able to do what you're no, doing? No, it's okay. We're cool. See? Here, we're related through this. Yeah. Like, it's Here's a whole weird... the family weird... tree. <laughs> we had to go to Utah to get it, which, funny enough, doesn't allow our pot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, Utah. The bill would also forbid the use of telemedicine by physicians to obtain information for patients needed to issue the affidavit, which, whatever, we don't care about the teleclinics. Uh, in addition, HB 429 would allow law enforcement officials who suspect people are driving impaired to administer blood tests. That I'm gonna say unacceptable. You wanna you wanna do blood tests because we're driving. If we're seriously impaired, if somebody's driving impaired, test away, put them in jail. That's but this fine. is gonna turn into everyone that gets pulled over automatically gets a blood test. No, that can't happen. No, and that's what will happen. What's his name, Sheriff? It's a slippery slope. Once Sheriff you give them a little Joe bit of something, tried that in Arizona, and they wouldn't let him do it. Yeah. In addition, uh, Barry would also ban the use of medical marijuana in schools or on school property or in plain view of the public. Landlords would not be required to allow tenants to use medical marijuana, which I kind of have a problem with. Uh, quote, so what we're doing is we're taking the money factor totally out of this deal. So if nobody can make money providing good medicine to their patients, nobody's going to provide good medicine to their patients. You're going to have a few here and there. Do, do they think that just because they're related by blood or marriage that they're not going to charge them for I'm gonna it? I'm going to take care of you, honey. Here. Here's your medicine. Here, you cannot be sick now. That Enjoy. doesn't make any sense. No, at all. This needs to have a money factor in it so that the market drives itself for quality and for compassion. Like, you don't, you're going to go to the best place that takes care of you and has good stuff. Exactly. If no one's making money out of it, what's, it it's not going to work. It should be a business model. That's for how the, every business works. For the amount of time it takes to grow really good pot and have it tested and all that stuff, it has to be a full-time job. If you can't support yourself doing this, then you can't do it. It's expensive to grow good pot. Oh, for it real. Is very expensive. So expensive. And if you're taking the money, fat, are you, is the government going to give us money to do it? I will gladly grow pot for two people if you pay my rent and my electricity and all my other bills. I will happily, you give me two people, I will grow them as much pot as they can smoke. Give me a grant. There. Is that how you're going to do it? Because that's fine. Sure, then. I didn't know we had extra money to burn. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are we over budget this year? We need to spend some of this so we can have the big budget next year. Yeah, somehow that happened. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. So, complete fail coming out of Helena. If uh, repeal doesn't work, this isn't going to work either, guys. Come on. Mm-mm. Worst Unbelievable. backup plan ever. We're, right? Your contingency should be better, if if not at least on par with your original plan. The plan B... Like, if Plan B doesn't get rid of that baby, you got to have... 
You don't want to have to ever go to plan C. That is no good. Like, plan B has to be good. Your plan B is terrid. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Ugh. All right, so. Should we move over to Idaho here? What? Idaho doesn't have medical marijuana. No, Interesting. They they're kind of, uh... They're kind of behind the times, but... As far as Northwest states go, yeah. Way behind. We've had it for six mm-hmm. years. Washington, Oregon, all old school states. Mm-hmm. Like, Idaho's just guys like little two fingers up in the middle of... It's Wyoming. Is that... Is that That's Blame Wyoming? Oh, it's Because Wy- Wyoming's the only other oddball. Because then you got Colorado. Yeah. And yeah. New Mexico. And, Ar- and, and, and then Nevada. California. And yeah. Everything right? over this whole area is covered except for those two, Idaho and Wyoming. But if you look at if you look at it logically, like all of those states just have way out of control crime and well, killing and, and all Dakota that. Well, North Dakota and South and Dakota. Idaho is perfect because they don't have it, right? Through their logic, all of the outlying states that have it should be in complete destruction. And Idaho's just there like chilling like we're okay. Sweden. Sweden, we're neutral. Yeah. <laughs> That's not exactly what's happening. The uh, the respected Boise State University Public Policy Survey, a statewide poll that's been conducted in the state for more than 20 years, yielded a surprising result Tuesday. 74% support for allowing terminally and seriously ill patients to use and purchase marijuana for medical purposes. Hmm. That's almost 70... three quarters of the population. Interesting. 23% no, and 3% that said they didn't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I could respect that. Alrighty. Sure. I, I would more respect I don't care than yeah. I don't know. Like, not knowing specifies that you don't know. Not caring is like, whatever, you just don't give a shit. <laughs> Like, 3% were really like, hmm, well, <laughs> interesting question. I will ponder that. <laughs> Can I get back to you? <laughs> really? Well, and when we passed medical marijuana, our law only passed with, like, a 67%, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, this is actually even a higher percentage than we had for it in the beginning. Yeah. But but they're in the As middle. long as they need to look at what all... Co- look at Colorado, look at Montana, look at Washington, California, mm-hmm. look. And look at what they're trying to do and then make your bill, like, on point. First mm-hmm. try. None of this, like, oh, well, we're going to go try again. Like, yeah. first try, you should have enough information and enough people already doing it to take bits and pieces and make it happen. Research. Research, research. Come on, people. It's not that hard. That's your job, right? <laughs> we pay politicians to do this BS for Look us, at right? Look stuff, you know, kiss babies, shake hands, ask questions, research. Right. We get you on to make it look and sound all complicated and mystical, like it's some sort of ancient ritual that you're earning the amount. Let's pretend for just one minute that you're actually earning the amount of money you make. Let's... Could wow. you imagine... Could you? Stuff might get done. Wow. I bet they would be like, you know what? This is too complicated. They're right. If if we actually have to get stuff done for our paychecks, you know how much more would get done? Mind blowing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, state <laughs> Rep. Tom Trail, 
who was pending legislation to legalize medical marijuana in Idaho in precisely those situations said, I'm not surprised at all because in similar states out here in the West, the results are 65 to 75 percent in favor. all of them? As long as you focus, like we have, very narrowly on medical marijuana for folks who are in excruciating pain, with long-term diseases. Right, because cannabis only helps those people, right? Why are you limiting what this plant can do? I have Why a would you limit disease it? Disease called life. Why would you limit it to just people suffering from super bad pain? If it works for that, doesn't that mean it's going to work for even just regular whatever hurt pain? Well, yeah, but then that would mean that they're broadening the scope of people who oh, are Oh no, to use don't it. do that. We might bring on the apocalypse and yeah. the rapture. Goodness. Holy cow. We I'm might make that. What was What was here. the date? What was I forget now. Damn it. We talked about it on the jam hole that there was like another rapture date. It was I can't remember. May uh-uh. 21st. Was it May 21st? Burger. What was the date? I need to know now. We may hit that date though after all this keeps up. Um, the statewide survey, the statewide survey queried adults in 525 randomly selected Idaho households, included cell phone as well as landline respondents, and has a margin of error of plus or minus 5%. How do you have a margin of error on a survey? All polls do. That's craziness. So anyways, so it looks like Idaho... Idaho may be working their way to actually joining the rest of the Northwest. That would be good for them. (laughs) Way to finally catch up. Yay. So, (coughs) oh goodness, excuse me. Moving on from there, Colorado. This is... I'm going to file this under completely unacceptable human behavior... There's quite a bit of that. A lot, right? Yeah. That's uh, that's empty. Let's we can finish this. Okay. Or whatever. Can I okay. Ah, uh, yes. Let's take this take this pause for this small chronic break. All brought right. to you by what is that? Something yummy. Green crack. Duh, plant. <laughs> it's that an was awesome crazy. name. Best name in the chat tonight. Duh, plant. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good conversation going on in the chat here. I'm seeing something about, uh, would you rather your pot be grown by a plant land nursery or by some guy growing in a garage? And I tell you, it would probably be better if a store did it. Well, I don't know. It depends on the it, grower, honestly. But then you don't want to turn it into a, a Walmart type situation where you have this one place getting pot from China at way super cheap and it's like way super good. And then selling it for like a dollar uh, an eighth and just totally putting everyone outside of business. Once everyone else is out of business, then jacking up their price and making huge profits. That's capitalism. I didn't even take economy class. I just know that. How do I know these things, Sandy? It's kind of creeping me out. It's okay. Seems like such wasteful information. <laughs> You're a sponge. It's all right. But so, See, but I've seen I've seen some I've seen some chronic, amazing right? grown in some really crazy situations. Like the KMK thing, a forky buds the size of a fucking Volkswagen. I mean, in a room about the size of a telephone booth. Yeah, <laughs> you know, 
Like, it, it depends on the person. And it, it depends on, are you growing it because you just want to make money, or are you growing it because you're passionate about growing pot? Mm-hmm. Like, some people are really, they, they feel that, you know, they're down with that. There's love. Love put into the plan. So I would say keep it an open market. The businesses that want to do that can do that. Meanwhile, if you want, you can still go to like your farmer's market and get your organic stuff or whatever. Why Why do you have to have one or the other? I don't... I don't. And yeah, like... And somebody else said... I'm sorry, it's there's so much in the chat right now. I can't... I don't know who said it, but... You don't really need, like, a super advanced PhD to grow good pot. Like, pretty much, not really anyone can do it, but you don't have to know stuff. Some people are just naturally good at it. So, if you're going to impose all of these, like, high-dollar certifications and stuff like that, certain people that are really good at this aren't going to be able to afford that, or, you know. Mm -hmm. It just seems like, I don't know, I don't need... I don't need a license to go grow some magnolias in my front yard or some Damiana or anything like that. Yeah. If I do something to Damiana, like, I can make a hallucinogenic out of it, but it doesn't mean it's, like, illegal and, you know, not every nobody does that, really. But mm-hmm. you could. And the point is, I can go buy some or I can get the seeds over the internet, you know? It seems weird that we're limiting a plant like that, if you want to look at it that way. It's it- weird. It it does seem weird. And I mean, I've never understood it all. Like I've pointed out before. I mean, there are other things, like you said, too, that come from a plant that aren't regulated at all that can be even more destructive. People are growing opium in their yards. Mm-hmm. When we were younger, we used to go through and like pick people's opium poppies and stuff. But like, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because they're just growing there. But now if you milk them and do, you know, the process, you can have a pretty potent drug on your hand mm-hmm. but not everyone's doing that but it's not illegal so do you think the f- just the pure fact that marijuana is illegal makes <laughs> more people into it and want to do it because in places like Amsterdam, all, all the people that smoke are really out-of-towners and tourists. Well, yeah, the locals, I mean, they say that when, in Amsterdam, I think it was, they said marijuana use went down 60% when it was legalized because, I mean, nobody nobody cared anymore. Right. You know, I mean, it, it does affect that. Well, it just seems like so much kerfluffle over a plant. That's all I'm saying. So... This unacceptable human behavior right here. A Colorado teen has been told that if he consumes his legal medical marijuana, okay, legal medical marijuana there in Colorado, he cannot attend classes at his school or he will be, quote, in internal possession of the drug. So... According to the Colorado Independent Michigan Messenger Sister site, the boy has been prescribed medical pot to control his rare neurological condition, diaphragmatic and axial myoclonus. I plowed through that. Did you? Hey, dude, high five. I plowed through that. You want to hear it again? Diaphragmatic and axial myoclonus. Boom. Just call me Dr. Matt. Doctor is in. Oh, I'm sorry. It looks like you have a severe case of diaphragmatic and axial myoclonus. No problem. You know what? I'll prescribe some weed for that. You're all good now. A letter from his physician shows that the teenager has tried numerous other medications to intervene with the condition which causes seizures, 
that can last 24 hours or more. Can you imagine with me right now a 24 hour or more seizure? No. That would probably kill you. Unbelievable. So they were treating him with Zoloft and Cynamet. Uh, failure to respond to a host of other medications, including Keppra, Clonazepam, Valium, Morphine, Benadryl, Xanax, Inhaled, Lidocaine, Dilatin, Tegretol, Depo... What? Depoke? Dep- Depocote? Depocote. Flexoril, Artane, Evig, and Solumadural previously was taking benzos while at school for episodes <laughs> of Breakthrough Myoclonus, which was sedating and ineffective to control the symptoms. Yeah, you dope a kid up on benzos, they're going to be a walking zombie completely. And that sucks if you have a disease like that where that's your only choice. That's awesome that he found that weed helps with his seizures. That's amazing, right? So go out behind the trash can, smoke a little weed, go back to class. Oh, no, you cannot do that. Uh, He has had no significant side effects to the THC and is functional on this medication. Key. He is functional, right? If you took that away, he would have 24-hour seizures? What would you say is more functional? Hmm. Hey, can you do... I know you're having a seizure right now, but can you get your homework done? Could you do that? You couldn't do that. No. Like, hold on. I'm busy shaking. Yeah. (laughs) What's shaking? I am. I'll I'll get at you when I'm done. Uh, they've redacted all on a medication regime, which actually helps reduce frequency and duration of his spells and have found a medication which reliably aborts the attacks, which is the pot. I strongly recommend he return to school on his current medication regimen and be allowed to take pot, which has been prescribed by a physician to treat his medical condition. But the school, and he doesn't, it's not even smoking it. He has THC lozenges. Yeah, right. so that's <clears throat> not even the same effect as when you smoke it. It's right, a different... so what's the big deal? You're not even smoking it, and he's still getting better, and they're saying he can't have that? If he takes his THC lozenges, he can't attend school. If he doesn't take them and has seizures, can he attend school then, Sandy? If you have no. seizures, are you no. just, like, in school, like... Just shaking in your debt, like, excuse me, can you please stop moving? I'm having another 24-hour seizure. I'm not allowed to take my lozenges. Really? That's... I mean, honestly, you could probably just buy, if they're lozenges, like, just sneak them. I mean, if you have to, but... you not oxymoron kind of a situation? You shouldn't have to do that in the first place. Uh, the school officials say he can't attend school if he takes them. They say if he takes his medicine in its inter- internal possession and he cannot come back to school. Uh, this is just the last salvo in the war over medical marijuana in the country. Here in Michigan, a man with a brain tumor was fired from a Battle Creek Walmart for testing positive for weed. We talked about yeah, that a long time ago when that tumor. happened. Uh, that case Sinus is cancer. currently being litigated. Yeah, Joe, Joseph, right? Yeah. Also here in Michigan, a Jackson woman was booted from an apartment because of her medical marijuana use. Uh, but individual use of the medicinal plant is not the only target. Many municipalities in the state have created moratoriums, which we're going to get to here in a minute, uh, to prevent medical marijuana dispensary from opening the doors while the cities review the law and try to figure out how to properly manage medical marijuana. Is it amazing that, like, our 
the top of the top, our city's officials are having such a hard time doing what many of us have been doing for more than 20 years and doing it just fine. And some of us made some pretty decent lives off of it. Mm-hmm. Not me or anyone I know, but like some people made some pretty good mm-hmm. livings off of selling weed. And like you have the top city officials trying to figure out how to handle this and you can't do it. So you have a moratorium. So now anyone that wanted to open a shop has to go outside of that moratorium. And now that's where everybody's at. And now you have people going, oh, but there's all the dispensaries here. Well, guess what? Let's write another moratorium. Yeah. Let's just, why don't we just take our, all of our places and open them up in the middle of freaking nowhere and we can just have our own little compound. Would that be called a compound at that point? At uh, one point, yeah. All then related may, through would... blood, the blood ritual of the ancients. <laughs> Could we do that? Could we have a blood ritual of think... the ancients? Oh, man. They would probably start to call us a cult after a while, too. Yeah? Well, it is a religion, as we may also learn. <laughs> so, well, not... Not what I like to see coming out, especially out of a place like Colorado. I, I expected uh, I expected more from you. And also, real quick while we're talking about Colorado, uh, they're having problems with their banks, apparently. Medical marijuana sellers are, are having a hard time finding banks that are going to not close their accounts after a couple weeks. Montana had that problem for a little bit. I thought we had that figured out, though. Wasn't there a couple banks that were specifically there, down with the medical marijuana scene? There are a couple banks that or are. Or did they lie but to I us? I mean, the problem is, why do that to us? You, right. you don't want us to You're be treating dirty us, underground people. That's yet discrimination. You won't let us get a bank account. That's discrimination. Yeah. You're treating us like second class citizens because we blaze a little weed. What? Pretty soon you're going to make like me wear it. an armband with a pot leaf on it. I don't like it that you're a drunk and that you drunk drive and beat your wife. Well, that's fine. She's a bitch. But you shouldn't be abusing your kids like that. Like, I don't, you know, I don't not want to take your money because of it. I don't give a shit, you know. I'm not treating you like a second-class citizen because of it. And I'm not even beating my wife. I don't even have a wife. Like, what is your problem? But that yeah. that sucks, I guess. And, I mean, that just, I guess you're just going to have to dig holes in your backyard and, you know, have your buckets of money, right? <laughs> like, if you can't take it to a bank, then fine. Screw yeah, you. Yeah, it just makes life a little bit more difficult. And it also can help raise the crime rate. Because then when You have people digging in my yard trying to find my buckets well, of money. there's break-ins <laughs> because people are like, oh, they don't, they can't get a bank account. All the money's in there. Right. Break in and try to get it. It's stupidity at its finest. Thank you. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, so real quick to finish up the, the West Side news, California, what's the drug task force been doing? They found a barn. That had 2,000 plants just growing. Just hanging out? Do you know how many groups it took to bust this one barn? Did you see that? All of them. Holy cow. Narcotic agents from the Stanislaus County Drug Enforcement (laughs) Agency, Central Valley, California, high-intensity drug trafficking, California multi-jurisdictional methamphetamine enforcement team, and... The United States Drug Enforcement Administration, all of them, it took them all to come and get That's these. That's a lot of people. And in California, where it's, I thought it was legal, guess not, huh? For a barn? 
Uh, not with 53 pounds of pot in it, I, I guess. Ooh. They say this was a very elaborate and productive illegal marijuana grow that was producing high-quality marijuana. You mean Ooh. someone other than city officials that also figured out how to do this? Interesting. Huh. Maybe, you could, maybe you could ask them. 500 pounds it was producing, worth about 2 mil every three months. Ooh, there, were, there was quite a few plants in If there. just one place is producing $2 million every three months for that much land that y- you use, like you utilize this much space to produce this much pot, which made you this much money. Like, that's a good use of land. Yeah, well, there were more than 2,000 plants in there, so they definitely had... It's a barn. The burn to burn. <laughs> taken up. For sure. Holy cow. So, they that arrested is- people uh, all the way from their 30s up to their 50s. 61 years old was the oldest there, probably the, the house sitter. They were all Asian, it looks like, also. So also. I'm surprised that didn't make it. They had that all tacked out. Into so. the, the news somehow. And then uh, Washington is having a Senate committee considering taxing their medical marijuana. Um. Is, that, is that what you want to see? <coughs> is my Oxycontin taxed? Mm. Is it? Do you pay sales tax on prescription? No. Okay. No, but I think that if you were to break down like just the different how much you pay, there's different costs that go into getting it to the store and stuff. So somewhere right, along the line, right. you're probably making up for some tax somebody had to pay, but it still doesn't make sense. So and not only are they are they trying to tax it here. This is SB 5073. They're going to they're going to tax you when you buy it that the patients okay then they're also going to scale down the bill's proposal for large collective gardens where patients band together to grow marijuana so right now it's at twenty five patients instead they want to shrink that down to three right like what purpose is that that's uh, unbelievable that this is what you're spending your time on. You know, instead of having 25 of you all growing an awesome thing and pooling your resources, let's just say three. Did you do that when, when like, the, the Ma Bells tried to get together and have a monopoly in the telecommunications industry? You were cool with that. You liked that one company was governing all of our communications. Makes it easy. That's so... Yeah, it's also um, going to eliminate a provision of the bill that would ban employers from discriminating against medical marijuana patients, once again treating us like second-class citizens. Thank cool. you. Thank you. Thank you, Republican Senator Mike Carroll of Lakewood. And they do this all in the name of making sure that you're not just giving it to anybody, because God forbid, if someone who's not sick smokes pot, holy shit, could you imagine? They will They might die. die. It's, I'm amazed that everyone up to this point that has smoked pot ever has been sick because, thank God, yeah, we could have a pandemic. Everybody. People could start exploding. Gone. Just randomly exploding. Spontaneous combustion wow. all up in this. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. You know, I was talking to somebody earlier today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 30 this year. Really? 
Yeah. Welcome to the club. Shut up. <laughs> Dude, we are so old. Oh, like, God. it's not even like when our parents were, you know, 30. Like, that wasn't really a far... Like, now, like, you look at a kid that's, like, 20, he's, like, you're 10 years old. Like, kids are so... I don't know. Well, we're way out of touch, out dude. We're, like, I 60. I remember when my mom was 30. So, it's, like... I remember my mom being my age, and it's, like... Ugh. <laughs> Burger says, holy shit, 30. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Uh. Um, but I know... So many people who have died from alcohol, yep. prescription drugs. Yep, suicide and, yeah. from drinking too much alcohol. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I don't know a single person who's died from marijuana. Nope, nope, nope. Can't Ever. say that I have. Interesting. Ever. And I know people, I've, I know people, quite a few people have died from horrible diseases, too. Yeah. Don't yeah. know anybody who's died from pot. I've known some people that have had some horrible diseases that smoking pot made them able to eat yeah. and, like, be better for a while. Yeah. I've known some. That's so. crazy. All right. Michigan. Oh. First yeah. Ann Arbor trying to do... Trying to finally get voted on some ordinance stuff here. Apparently, the officials have been delaying it. No. Not once. No. Not twice. Not three times even, but four times they've delayed this vote. Why? Why? What's... The... All of our hands are broken. We None of us can They're raise scared. our hands to vote. They're scared. Uh, this, this medical marijuana licensing ordinance in Ann Arbor remains a work in progress after going through several more revisions at Monday's city council meeting. Uh, they continued the members reworking the regulations drafted by the city attorney's office, but ultimately decided to postpone the issue to their February 22nd meeting. It marks the fourth time this council has delayed voting on the ordinance in the last two months. Four times in two months. Not very good, uh, numbers there, guys. Uh, the mayor, John Heifey, I'm just going to call him Mayor John Heifey, uh, said the city's in no rush to get anything adopted. Hey, you're not in a rush, but I bet all these people that are sick of buying pot from shady drug dealers, I bet they're in a rush. No, it's cool. Take your time. Oh, you get paid by the hour, right? Well, milk it then, bro. Milk it. Shit. Well, yeah, I would. I mean... <laughs> That's what we pay you for. You are the mayor, right? I mean, I'm sure you have tons of other things to be doing than this. You oh, know? Yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, no on. rush. Come on. However, a moratorium on new dispensaries remains in effect until of course. the regulations are finalized. So check this out. If we never finalize the regulations, the moratorium ad infinitum forever. Yep. Funny no how that works. Do you see what happened there, hole. Ann Arbor? You just got effed in the A by your mayor. You can't. You have to watch out that you don't get stuck in these little loops when you're pushing these ordinances and they say, well, until we figure this out, we're going to have a moratorium on. No, you do not let that happen. You make sure there is a date when that moratorium ends, regardless of if the city's pulled their head out of their ass long enough to make any changes. You know? Well, Washington, D.C., they had medical marijuana a long time ago. Since, they, what was it, 90, 98, they've had it. Since 98. <laughs> I was 18. I was just but, turning smoking age, and right. they passed medical weed. And they had a, but they had a little thing in there that said the money had to come from this 
<coughs> place. Well, if the money's not there, then the program can't happen. So that was their loophole. Was they said, okay, well, as long as there isn't any money in that fund, mm-hmm. there's no medical marijuana program. Interesting, huh? So we're just not going to supply that fund with any money. Or... But... There was mm-hmm. also further down. It said that they could only do that for so long. Oh, really? And then they were forced and how to long? put money into it. Oh, interesting. Just last year. Except then we cut a big hole in the bottom of the bucket. So every yeah, time right? we put money in, it fell right back out the bottom. Well, yeah, but 13, Shit. what was it like? 13 years later? No, not 13 years later. When did they pass it? In 90. Where? In DC? Yeah. 98. 98. So. And it's 2011 12, now? 12 years later. Totally effed, right? Yeah, totally. So make sure that that doesn't happen, guys. Be careful. So Ann Arbor. What's it? I heard Ann Arbor, like, growing up in, like, high school and college, I always heard, like, Ann Arbor was the party place to be. Weed was legal. It was like Sodom and Gomorrah there, you know? Well, they're scared now. Is that why? Too many college ODs on marijuana? <laughs> they're running away. Well, <laughs> Boulder, I mean, was was it Boulder or Fort Collins that had the alcohol ban because of all the college kids that were getting all yeah, crazy drunk, yeah, right? Yeah. That didn't go very well. Yet that behavior is encouraged through the frat houses and stuff like that. It's more focused, unless you're in like a, I don't know if there's such a thing, but like a hippie-specific frat house like it's all alcohol based mm-hmm. activity mm-hmm. so it, it seems weird that and uh, that, that's just how it is and then this so. this comes in and this is what they're worried yeah. about like yeah. you should have been worried about that like forever ago your kids are raging alcoholics who beats their wives now like you made that that monster that's what college was teaching them mm-hmm. how to handle their liquor and beat their wives it's nice. I went to college of Kentucky. That's what I do. So, yeah, the council members are pretty much just sticking it to the people of Ann Arbor. Uh, and then Duran, Michigan. They've just passed a moratorium on dispensaries. Two, we're going to give ourselves some breathing room in deciding how to deal with the Michigan Mar- Medical Marijuana Act. Because it's so crazy. Right. Monday, the Duran City Council unanimously approved a 180-day moratorium on opening marijuana dispensaries within the city limits while it considers where and under what conditions the facilities would be allowed. How about in every school, cafeteria, and in every church? Can we just put them in those places only? That way, you'll know where they are. Uh, I mean, they're even marked on the maps everywhere in town. Un- so, I mean, everybody will know where they are. We don't. Schools and churches, that's the best option. I can't believe that's what they're worried about. <laughs> Unbelievable. Quote, we aren't here to try to evade the medical marijuana law in Michigan. People voted for it overwhelmingly, the city attorney Charles McCone said at the regular council meeting. We just want to make it as difficult as effing possible for exactly. you to get it. Exactly. And then we're all going to sit here in our nice $100,000 houses and watch as you, the public, jump through amazing amounts of fire hoops mm-hmm. just to get your pot. We'll just be twiddling our thumbs. Uh, but when we get done, we want the health, welfare, and safety of the city of Duran to be protected. Well, I'm glad you have such an honorable cause then, sir. Good job. You do that. You protect the city and the health and the welfare. According to Monday's resolution, council members will use the six months 
to consider amending the city's zoning ordinances and drug control ordinance. Uh, city uh, council members might opt to change zoning rules to limit caregiver facilities to certain areas of the city, disallowing them near, you guessed it, churches, <laughs> schools, city parks, and motor vehicles. What? Motor vehicles? You can't have a facility anywhere near a motor vehicle. Because if pot gets in that car, it's over. Oh, yeah. It is over. Once it, those two things mesh and transmogrify into one destructive force of evil and Satan. It takes over the engine and comes out the vent. You have a carry on like, your hands at that point, And then the car goes around on a killing spree and kills people. Double car. That's what happens, right? That's yeah. what they're worried. Well, yeah. I would be scared, double too. Car. Is our pot close to our vehicle? Shit. I'm glad my car's out there. That is so amazing that that's your concern. That's that. I don't want to be by your stupid church. I don't want to be by the school. That's what my kid's for. He sells it at school, not me. <laughs> You're an idiot. So, Near good luck, vehicle. Michigan. Oh. Good luck, you Michigan. You know, that is actually a pretty inventive way to make it difficult to open a shop, though. Right? Because, I mean, they can't you be say, on the street or have a parking lot nearby if it can't be near a motor vehicle. Oh, with that. Or I was thinking, you yeah. say a, uh, within uh, 2,000 feet of any school... In some towns, there's schools to where to like you can't be anywhere then. Yeah, well, and the that's what they're looking at. There's like that. There's that's how they look at their zoning mm-hmm. and stuff. That's messed up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like uh, then while we were talking about the DC thing, uh, of course, like we said back in '98, they passed it. However, Congress hijacked the initiative for over a decade by attaching a provision to DC funding bills. This is the thing you were talking about. Yeah, how they can't yeah. get it. Okay, so good, good. I hope they really just get that sorted. <laughs> so uh, then before we get out of here, a couple international things. I guess Canada, not really international. Uh, you cannot apparently use... I, I, I do want to talk about this because this is messed up. If you're going to, as a society, have the standard, okay, mm-hmm. that if you believe in religion, then we're going to respect you as a person. If you believe... In God, or Jesus, or Joseph Smith, or Xenu. Yes. Regardless of what stupid thing you believe in, we're going to be tolerant of that, and we're going to respect that, how silly as it may ever be, uh, and we're going to let you do that. So I'm not going to make fun of you for eating the body and blood of your weird zombie savior that lets his priest touch little kids, and you're not going to judge me for smoking a little weed here and there. Right? Because that's my religion. And that's how it should be. Okay, well, that's not how it is, apparently, in Canada. Is, is that how it is here? Can I just say that that's what mm. I believe in? That no. the plant is spiritual, the smoke is the soul, and I can do it? No. Why? That sounds way more believable than what you're pitching really a virgin gave birth really and then he came back from the dead that's nigh the living dead zombie shit like you're creeping me out the smoke is the soul that's what i'm saying that's pretty the rastafarian religion right it 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 does include that cannabis is a holy thing and i mean you know it's been used in religions all I'm saying before. is if a sci-fi writer can start his own religion, I should be able to smoke pot and say that this is my spirituality. 
Because let's see, I checked up on God. He doesn't exist. All the other weird ones, those didn't pan out either. Well, and if you believe in God, he created the plant in the first place. Right. So I could technically take that route. Sure. So, uh, yeah, in Canada, that is not how they were going to take it. Uh, It might not take you any further than it would in the States either. A judge has thrown out a legal challenge that claimed Canada's marijuana laws violates the freedom of religion provision of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Two Toronto men who are both reverends in a group called the Church of the Universe. Why not? If if you can have Scientology, all I'm saying is you can have whatever you want. I'm a Jedi. You will let me smoke pot in here. <laughs> Weird, right? This is my religion. You have to be down with that. You have to be tolerant of whatever stupid thing I might believe in. You have to. Uh, they say that uh, the group called the Church of the Universe took up the challenge in their defense of marijuana trafficking. Well, <laughs> the men allegedly sold marijuana to undercover police officers in 06. That's kind of a big no-no. Yeah. The amount of marijuana sold was a small quantity, and the two officers involved were posing as members <laughs> of the church. Hey, I've never seen you at Church of the Universe meetings. <laughs> Weird. Since the church uses marijuana as a sacrament, they were arguing that the law infringes on their freedom of religion rights, which, if that's how you're going to roll, it does. <coughs> yeah. Equality of religion, no matter how stupid it may sound. <laughs> Is that well, what it says in there? Somewhere, something like that? I'm paraphrasing, but... They don't all make sense to everybody, and you should just accept all of them if you're going to accept those ones. Exactly. Prosecutors, however, you can't prove that yours is right no more than I can prove that mine is right. Exactly. I do know that if I pray to God or I smoke pot, I get a better feeling inside when I smoke pot. Because when I pray, it's just another empty... I feel like I'm talking to myself. But when I smoke pot, I'm calm... It's like I can smoke pot and say, God, make me calm. And then God makes me calm through the pot. So then I did an experiment and took the God out of it. And guess what? I still got calm. Weird, right? So then I did another experiment and I took the pot out of it. Guess what? No calm. Interesting, huh? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Just saying. No I'm glad calm. you followed every single I did. option. I did. I blindfolded myself. I double blind. You know, I did it all. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's being submitted for review by uh, by our our peers Higher at the ups. moment. Our peer review. <laughs> so, it's not a, li- a religious right when you're selling undercover cops. Apparently, yeah. Uh, she ruled that in section one of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms poses a reasonable limit on that religious freedom. She says it does not see trafficking as a religious act that deserves protection. Which I I do kind of agree with that. Well, if yeah. you're trafficking, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, She says, I do not accept that providing cannabis to people in the basement was a religious act. They may well believe that providing marijuana to others is a good thing to do. That does not, however, transform its distribution into a religious belief or practice. Yeah, you can't just throw the religious argument around just to try to get out of trouble. What if you said God told me to sell that pot to that person because that person was troubled and needed the pot and I knew this because God told me. You would be locked up. Who are you to say that God is... Why? So God talks to you and not me? Because they don't believe God talks to anybody. 
They go to church every... Bullshit! They go to church every Sunday and they don't believe... Really? You're just going there for show, right? If you say God told you to do anything that goes against anything they believe in, you're going to get lost. So you can believe in God, but he just doesn't talk to anybody. Right. Or he just doesn't talk to me specifically. Uh, yeah, unless you have the same beliefs. Says who? Read the Bible. God talks to anybody. God could be anybody. That's the great thing about it. God is everybody. <laughs> but no, like that that's a double standard then. Yeah, Can't, it is. Well that's bullshit. Well it's mostly. How about life, we though. repeal that? See, that there's a problem. We just found a problem that you guys must have missed on your way to our marijuana legislation. Go back, fix that, then come deal with this. So well, I guess if you're going to deal lots of pot, have a better excuse than that. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's end the show with an Australian study. I'm sure you've seen this in the headlines. You may not know that it was an Australian study because not all of the headlines pointed yeah, that out. Yeah, that got left out of a little bit here and there. A new study says marijuana causes earlier psychosis? What? Like the psychosis uh-huh. I just had earlier or like earlier in my like earlier in your life okay like up to 2.7 years earlier interesting i still don't that is a magnificent difference holy shit so instead of my eight-year-old getting it my six-year-old gets it right because that's not just a change in when these diseases may manifest it's not three like that's not a very big gap you're not giving us a very I just don't think that it makes sense at all, just however you look at it. I don't understand how they did this study at all. I mean, they it just to me, it seems like they just pulled it out of their butt. <laughs> so according to the study, psychosis appears 2.7 years earlier in users of cannabis versus those who don't use. Two point, really? Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that something that so we should that- be... Did they sit around and interview a bunch of people who already had psychosis and say, did you smoke pot? When did you start? So if I say, (laughs) when did you get psycho? Yes, I smoke pot. Then I got the psychosis about three years earlier than someone who says, no, I didn't smoke pot, but they still got the psychosis anyway. Yeah, that doesn't. Then you were going to get it anyway. Then it wasn't the pot. Right? Well, they're just saying that it makes it happen earlier. Well, good. Er Prevention is the best medicine. You want to know about that shit as early as possible. I've been smoking pot, like, waiting for any of these weird diseases to manifest early age so I could get them taken care of. Nothing so far. So does that mean I'm all good then? Or what? Has it just not manifested yet? No, you, you're probably pretty safe. Like, if I stop smoking pot, I'm going to die. <laughs> it's all going to catch up to me. Uh, this is not the first study of this kind, nor will it be the last. From uh, 420 Times here, they say, uh, it's common for researchers to try to link marijuana use to all kinds of destructive things, as we've seen many time and time again. Uh, but all you have to do is delve into the study a little to see it's not as concrete as some would like us to think. Mm-hmm. Other scientists say there are alternative explanations. Michael Rice, a psychiatric nurse practitioner at the University of Nebraska Medical Center in Omaha, 
He says that people who are predisposed to schizophrenia might gravitate to smoking pot because it has a beneficial anti-inflammatory effect. Interesting. That would skew some data, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, of course, researchers want to emphasize their feeling that children shouldn't smoke cannabis. All about the kids, right? Oh, yeah. If you were parents, we wouldn't need to worry about your kids, would we? How about you worry about your kids? How about that? I don't mm -hmm. want to worry about your kids. If I wanted to worry about kids, I would have some. I don't. I don't want to, so I'm not. I hate that. Isn't that annoying? And, like, you have kids, and that bugs you. You take care of your kids, right? You don't expect anyone else to worry about them? Okay. I get I I will not allow someone else. Who to are all these people that want me to worry about their kids? Stop. Have I I, I don't want to raise your kids. You come around my kids. And yeah. I've never once been like, Matt, when hey. you're around my kids, you can't talk like this. Can or you act worry like about my kids for a minute? <laughs> no, when you're in my house, yeah. you get to be Matt. My life wasn't stressful enough. Please let me worry I about your kids. I just occasionally have to remind my kids not to say certain words they might hear. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. But think about our kids. No, you think about your kids. Stop it. I don't want to. Um, for the most part, brains that are not fully developed simply are not ready for the effects of weed. You probably shouldn't, you should let your brain fully develop before you start smoking anything. Before you do any drugs, you shouldn't, you know, let's see how this is going to work out on its own. Then adjust accordingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, claiming that marijuana will increase your chances of going nuts is a scare tactic. And although some, uh, some feel kids need to be scared, in the long run, they will respect you more if you tell them the truth. Mm. Interesting. I Wait, be truthful? That kind of contradicts everything I've been teaching him for the last, like, ten years. No Santa Claus, this and that. Like, I, it's been one lie after another out of my mouth to my children. See, and now you want me to be truthful? The way I Shit. look at it is I would much rather my kids do that at a party than anything else. So if I educate them on the fact that it's... It's not that dangerous. I mean, hopefully, maybe my kids will just do that and not get involved in all the other crap. If your mom was lying to you about pot, you tried pot, figured out for yourself that's not that bad. Was she lying to you about heroin? Maybe. You should go try it. You don't want your kids thinking that you're a liar. No. That's no way to be a parent. Usually doesn't go very well. So worry about your kids and stop lying to them. That's what you should take away from this, okay? Yes. Uh, cannabis may have many amazing properties, but it's something for adults to enjoy. I know some will think this tactic's silly, and that will send kids running to the nearest pothead to fire one up. Well, let me tell you, let me let you in on a little secret. Kids are going to try weed no matter how many studies claim it will make you nuts. But if you lie to them, it just makes you a liar in their eyes. Joe Claire. True Very well story. written. Joe. So, well, there we go. From the west side to the middle side to the east side, a little mm -hmm. international, and that's an episode of the Hotbox. I like that format. Yes. What do you guys think? Should we should we kind of keep trying that for a little while and then we'll Yes. Cuz it kind of goes off into other places, but then we have that structure at least to kind of bring it back to yes. and and you have I think you I guys think get a more complete show that is more content full and we and get it flows. my OCD to not be all crazy. See it everyone makes wins. Sense in my head. Yes. 
Very Do you think if I stopped smoking pot, I would be the most OCD person in the world? Yes. (laughs) 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 I've come over here before when you haven't had any. (laughs) Let me introduce you to the train wreck that is my co-host, Matt. Everything, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna load this over here. Unbelievable. (laughs) It's okay though. It's okay. Well, thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Poe, kind, dick, proctor, I don't know, for the additional content that makes our show worthwhile. What was that? Did we get additional content? The, the oh. chat. There was a lot thank of chat. You, thank you being in there arguing with everyone. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, it's cool. I like seeing different points of view and perspectives. If you mm-hmm. come, enjoy the live show. Check out the chat, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. We start 7 p.m. Pacific, <laughs> 10 p.m. Eastern, every Tuesday and Saturday. You can leave a message for the show when it's not live. I don't know if you guys know that. And actually, I do have a voicemail here that someone left us. Uh, just call. If you call when the show's live, it answers live. If you call when we're not live, it goes to voicemail. You can leave us a message, and we'll play it like this. Uh, hey, this call. This is twenty six, and uh, I'm calling the hot box. And um, I just wanna, I just wanna say that uh, I don't know. I think as far as like the adverse effects of weed, I've definitely had what could only be described as weed hangovers before, where I get like so blunted the night before that when I wake up, like I'm all spaced out and like I'm just kind of like, hey. but like it's not a big deal. And it's like if I have a coffee, I'm fine. But, I mean, I definitely have to say that, like, if I have, like, an exam the next day, like, I'm probably not going to smoke a huge blunt that night. Like, I might, but I probably won't. And it's, like, if I drink the night before, like, and I wake up, like, I'll feel like shit. But, like, I definitely feel like if I smoke a shitload of weed the night before, when I wake up in the morning, like, I'm kind of out of it, to be honest. And, like, I'm fine with that. It's just, like, I don't know. I think that, I I don't know. I bet a lot of other listeners have experienced that. I, I mean, yeah, that's that. Awesome. Thank you for that, 26. <coughs> so, you guys can leave us messages at that number, 406-204-4687. Make them short to the point if you can. And he said for the hotbox, because this is the number for our other show also, so you kind of have to say, is this message for the jam hole or for the hotbox? So, uh, yeah, that's, I think, about it. It's been fun. It's been wonderful. I can hear Sandy peeing in the bathroom. Uh, you're welcome and we'll see you guys on Saturday later if you like you like this is where where you you need to be be. if you like weed this is where you need to be Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.